MIDI Innovation Vault, Paradigm Perception Shift in Medical Device Development, The Innovation Roadmap. In a release of MIDI's Innovation Vault podcast series, listen to MIDI's principals, Christopher Montalbano, Greg Montalbano, and guest experts discuss and explore past, present, future challenges, and opportunities for the healthcare device technology innovation industry. Paradigm Perception Shift in Medical Device Development, The Innovation Roadmap, fifth part of series, following the innovation roadmap, continuation of stop three, commercialization and implementation, getting ready for market, under FDA QSR and ISO 13485. Today, Andrew Martin, Vice President of MIDI Medical Product Development, will be joining us. Andrew's going to walk us through the last stop on MIDI's innovation roadmap journey. Andrew, for new listeners joining this podcast, can you provide some quick background about yourself? Sure, Matt. I've been with uh, MIDI for almost 14 years now. Uh, It's been an exciting ride, and I look forward to every day because I know it's never going to be the same as the last. We tackle a broad range of medical product development, and if we didn't have a great process like development DNA, the complexity would overwhelm us. I can totally understand that. Um, It seems like you guys have a really good team there. Uh, Chris and Wolfgang gave us a great interview during the first part of Stop 3 on the Innovation Roadmap. We're following along with MIDI and getting ready to continue our discussion on commercialization and implementation, getting ready for market. Chris walked us through the front end of design control, including class identification, planning, requirements, and your matrix ALM tool. I think Chris's map analogy is the right one. This is a complex process and you need a map to navigate it. MIDI's innovation roadmap can help any size company at any stage of their development. So where are we on this map? As you mentioned, Chris has covered class identification, planning requirements, and our matrix ALM tool. Next, we need to cover risk. Well, what is risk in the context of medical product development? As you're aware, medical product development has specific standards as related to risk called ISO 14971. All medical devices submitted to the FDA and most of the world will leverage ISO 14971 to document risk. Chris mentioned a risk management plan, but what is that plan? A risk management plan consists of how you plan to deal with risk analysis, risk evaluation, risk control, evaluation of overall residual risk, risk management review, and production and post-production activities. I'm not going to give an exhaustive lecture on 14971, but at a high level, we're going to establish what the device is, establish how our users slash patients are going to use it, and frankly, how they're going to misuse it, plan for this use slash misuse, and engineer a device that will prevent harm to our users and our patients. Let's dig a little bit deeper into those main topics. Risk analysis. So really we're IDing our hazards. What are some hazards? Leakage current, moving parts, acoustic energy, stored energy, radiation, cybersecurity, the list goes on. It's important to sit down with your team and visualize these hazards. Risk evaluation. Once you've established those hazards, we then need to wade into evaluation. We leverage Matrix ALM built-in risk evaluation tool to document and quantify severity, probability of occurrence, and detectability. Ultimately, this results in an RBM value or risk before mitigation value. If this value is above a certain threshold, then we need to pay extra attention to its control. Risk control or how we minimize and eliminate the risk identified. 
So when conceptualizing mitigation features, MIDI will utilize one of the three types listed in order. One, inherently safe. In this case, we cross-link it to an existing design input we already intend to design around this risk. Two, protective design feature. This will result in a new design input. Three, information safety. This is the least desirable control and results in instruction, labeling, training, etc. Within matrix ALM, a new value is calculated after our mentioned mitigation called the RAM value or risk after mitigation. This value must be under our threshold of acceptability as defined in our risk management plan. Now I keep hearing design inputs mentioned. What are design inputs? Design inputs, design specifications, specs, or a number of other names essentially what amounts to the definition of a product. At MIDI, we call them design inputs. Design inputs are going to exactly define the acceptable criteria for any one feature. For example, a trocar inner diameter is not simply five millimeters, it's five millimeters plus 0.15 minus 0.1 millimeters. This establishes a range of acceptable dimensions for our feature. Design inputs are decomposed from our requirements that Chris went into detail about in the first part of commercialization and implementation. Now, how do you ensure design inputs result in appropriate features in the product? We verify each design input with a verification test. These tests will be defined by MIDI and the international standards community. We will typically conduct verification tests in-house and with the help of external laboratory partners. You may be familiar with IEC 60601-1 family of standards. Here in the U.S., they are sometimes referred to as ANSI or AAMI 60601-1 family. These are essential requisite verification tests to conform with known safety concerns. External labs such as TUV or Intertech have facilities to verify a product to these established standards. These standards are a great way for any design team to get a feel for the multitude of safety concerns around a medical device, and we view them as a critical aspect of any development effort. Did you say verification or validation? They're the same thing, right? Actually, they're quite different. As I mentioned in the last question, verification is tied directly to design inputs. Our traceability rules established in Matrix AOM assure this direct connection. Verification testing in many ways is easier to comply with as features are verified or they are not. Validation on the other hand is tied to our user requirements and testing is less black and white. We rely on established stakeholders to provide feedback on the device in addition to test cases, clinical trials, et cetera, all to establish that the device works as intended for the end users. Like all aspects of design control, this procedure is laid out in a plan before actually conducting the work. MIDI and the greater regulatory community sees this as an essential step in proving that you've created a device that serves your user needs. Okay, so now we have plans, requirements, risk control, design inputs, verification, and validation. Do we have a design yet? I can, I can sense a, a certain amount of trepidation. So yes, this is a, a complex process. We've built an exacting definition of our product, which is necessary to control the design. Now we need to step through confirming the design and the stage approach by strategically building prototypes. We will develop proof of concept breadboards. We then leverage those proof of concept into more formal alpha prototypes and finally beta prototypes or pre-production prototypes. 
During each stage, we are conducting verification testing where appropriate and communicating with the user base on usability, conducting clinical evaluations, et cetera, all to confirm that we've defined our product correctly and design our product to that definition. Great detail. I'm starting to see the light at the end of the tunnel. So do we have a product yet? Uh, you're absolutely right. The light is showing itself at the end of the tunnel. MIDI is a design and engineering firm with a number of strategic partners in manufacturing. We work with our manufacturing partners to transfer the design control documents to them. Typically, MIDI will bring the product to a pre-production stage. In this stage, the product is already being produced by our partners in manufacturing, and the bulk of the work is complete. So yes, you do have a product. Realize that we've only touched on the multitude of facets any one program faces. If you'd like to learn more, you can visit the MIDI website at www.midipd.com. And we can't wait to discuss your next opportunity. This concludes the Device Development Innovation Roadmap podcast series. Please stay tuned for new upcoming series where MIDI will explore other unique topics in the medical device development space. 